When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, what's going on? Rob Cesternino back for our Survivor Exit interview after a very lively Tribal Council this week as we saw Sarah become the latest player voted out of the game. Looking forward to uh, trying to figure out what the heck was going on at the Tika Tribe ultimately before she was voted out. So a lot to get into with Sarah. Of course, you can watch this video also as well on our YouTube channel where we post all of these exit interviews as well. Of course, a busy day here today. Know-it-alls uh, from last night. Stephen and I uh, talked about Carolyn's move, whether we liked it or not. I do think that that's going to be a big topic of discussion here this week. Uh, if uh, this was a good move or bad, Seen uh, a lot of people uh, really liking Carolyn's move, so it uh, should be fun to talk about. Also this afternoon, I will be talking with an old friend, Kellen Bechtold, is going to be joining us on the podcast, so looking forward to hear what she has to say about everything. Of course, you can uh, get all that and more when you're subscribed. Rob is at website.com slash subscribe. I see that Sarah is here, and uh, let's go ahead and bring her in. Hey, Sarah, what's going on? Uh, so much to talk about here. Thanks for taking some time to uh, talk. All right, so your idol, can you tell us, do, do they let you know at any point that your idol was fake after you come out of the game or do you find that out on television like the rest of us? So I found out when the everyone got back from the jury. So it was probably like, two weeks that I didn't know mm -hmm. pretty torturous two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, during which time I was like, I just hope like, I have no idea if it was fake, but that would make me feel so much better. Yeah. Okay, good. So, and, and that was a relief when you found out like, Oh my God, at least I couldn't have saved myself. Absolutely. Yeah. And like it obviously in that, you know, you're going to look a little bit silly for thinking it was real, but really it was so much relief that yeah. I couldn't have done anything. Yeah. Okay. So Sarah, so I feel like there's been a lot of debate about uh, the tribal council and good move, bad move. So based off of like what you saw, do you feel like that was Josh going to actually play his idol for Carolyn? Or do you feel like that Josh was just uh, lying to Carolyn or tricking Carolyn when he told her that he would have played his idol for her? So I don't know that for sure. Um, but what I would guess is that he did trust Carolyn. He um, he came to me right before tribal council and was like, Carolyn told me you guys are actually voting for me. And I was like, what? Why would she say that? Which probably wasn't the best response. But I really was like, I don't know why she would say that. Um, but I think that like in tribal, I was... So when the fight goes down between Jam and Carolyn, after that, what wasn't shown, Carolyn and Josh have like a whispering conference. Like those two are clearly chatting for like a minute and Jam Jam and I can't hear it. So in my head, I'm like, 
clearly everyone knows there's a chance. There's only four of us. Everyone's at risk. But in that moment, I was like, she and Jam just had a giant fight. Hopefully, they're switching it to him if it was going to be me. Um, but also, Jam, Carolyn, and I had talked about going into that tribal. Like, we need to say things to make Josh feel comfortable. Like, we can't be like kumbaya. So, part like it was also like, was this all just her plan, or like, did it become real at any point? And that's like the magic and the strength of Carolyn is like, even when we went in having planned that together, I was like, I don't know if this is real or if this is like part of the plan. Okay. How did you and Jam Jam get back on the same page when it seemed like that he flipped against you on the Helen vote? Yes. he. For, so on the Helen vote, I think it was kind of shown that Carson was the middle, but it was certainly Carson and Jam Jam because we couldn't have planned for a 2-2 tie. Like we certainly thought we also had Jam Jam. Um, so Carson and Jam had gone against what I had thought was the plan. Um, but really in those days, so I think what that was day five to day nine, we just kind of had four days where like, I would say Carson, Jam and I really like got along. We had a great time at camp. And a huge thing for me, I thought was to show them like I'm steady. Like a huge difference between me and Carolyn is like, she's so expressive. She's like more volatile. So I thought like, I can just show them I'm going to be reliable. I'm over it. I'm aligned with them. I'm like happy to be working with them. So that was kind of my plan. And I think it really was working. Um, So the swap Mm -hmm. was stunk. (laughs) Yeah. Now, when Josh came back, did you all suspect that he could have had something Yes. Yes. hundred percent. Um, I pulled Josh aside and I was like, there's no way they would send you here alone without giving you a crazy advantage or an idol. Like, do you have an idol? Yeah. And of course he says, no, he's like, no, it's so unfair. Um, but we all hundred percent thought he had an idol or an advantage. Um, so that's why we were like, we need Josh to believe these lies. It's like he cannot be worrying for himself. And I think he did for the fact that like he told Carolyn, like, I'll give you my idol. They're targeting you. Mm -hmm. Um, so I mean, that didn't, none of that would have worked in my favor either way, but like it was, I do think we'd kind of gotten him on board that he was safe, um, until they chatted. We saw you talking about how, okay, you overheard him say that he needed to have steady hands at his job. And then he said, no, 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 a personal (laughs) trainer. How big of a deal uh, was that in terms of like mistrusting Josh about him lying about his profession? Yeah. So I think Jam and I were like, we were very like original Tika strong and Carolyn. Like when we, the three of us were like, he's lying to us. We can't trust a single thing he says. Because we were just so sure of the steady hand thing. We're like, no one on the planet that's a personal trainer is like, well, I have very steady hands. Just spot people. And his timeline. (laughs) Yeah, I know. So then when he was, um, also his like timeline for med school, we're like, and how do you get to age 34 with that? So I think it was a lot of it just wasn't adding up. Mm -hmm. And we were all like, just so like, Original Tika, like he can't be telling us the truth. So now, had Carolyn and Jam Jam had any sort of a bad relationship prior to this? Because it seemed like kind of a blindside in the show, where it looked like oh, they're the tightest too, and then all of a sudden, Carolyn was saying, "I'm not feeling so great about how Jam Jam just gives me the plan at the last second. Yeah, so I think that they 
like they really understand each other. Like they really do get along, like they get each other, but they also are both very expressive. Like Jam will say what he's thinking. Jam also cracks jokes. Like he is like very straightforward. And I think that they're both just very honest with each other. Almost like siblings kind of. We're like, it's, you fight and you love each other and it's still like such a strong relationship. So I think that like, in that moment, it was super shocking for all of us that they weren't aligned. Um, and I was kind of surprised that Carolyn felt like she was being told the plan because all of us, like, as we're like watching the boat come up with Josh on it, we're like, we stay together. Like we stay together. So it wasn't like last minute. We were like, now we're letting you in on the plan. It was, it really was like, we just thought we were going to like do whatever we could to like manipulate the situation into getting Josh out. Okay. I'm sure you probably have thought about this a lot since uh, <laughs> you were voted out of the game, but do you have a sense of a different plan that would have worked at that tribal council or for that round of play based off of only what you knew at that point in time? Yeah. So based on what I knew, I guess there's still one thing I think that might have made Carolyn feel less included in the plan or like more put off by the plan of getting Josh out was that she was the decoy name. I think that I like one of my strengths out there was kind of like remaining calm about stuff. So like maybe I should have had my name be the decoy name so that she would feel and it could have been like, I know I'm on the outside. I know I wasn't with you guys on the last vote. Make it me. And maybe then that would have made her feel better about going with me and Jam. Um, that could have been an option. Yeah. Um, I but could have done Would you have job. any of way to have known that? Yeah, I think so. Like, I think I could have known based on the eight days I'd spent with the group that like, and from watching Survivor for 43 seasons, you know, the person that has the decoy name is always pissed. Mm-hmm. Like, no one's like, sweet, let it be me. So I think that, you know, maybe there could have been value in like making that more of a discussion or volunteering for it to be myself. Um, also could have done more to make Josh feel most loyal to me versus more loyal to Carolyn. Um so, I mean, tons of things, right? Like you can always do mm-hmm. so many moments differently. Now, we know it was a fake idol, but you also mm-hmm. didn't play it at that tribal council, even after you had said, okay, if he plays his idol, if he plays anything, you know, I'm going to play my idol. Why didn't you play the fake idol? I think the big thing was after that fight with Carolyn and Jam, which might've been real, might've been fake. I was like, but then the conference that Carolyn and Josh had after that, made me think that if she wasn't with us, it she'd be switching it to jam in that moment. Like for as much as they fought like brothers and brother and sister, I was like, mate, like I, she might be mad enough at him in that moment that she would switch it to him. Um, and I think like a huge thing is like, I'm not going to play scared. Like I'm just every tribal sucks. Like, so I thought like, you just got to stick it, like try to ride it out. Um, yeah. and Clearly, I mean, it's funny because like based on what I knew, I did the dumb thing. And then I find out I was even wrong and thinking it was an idol. So 
it wasn't a great read by me in really any regard. <laughs> Can you talk about the Red X a little bit? Did any part of you say like, you know, my spidey senses say like, this is weird. There's a bird cage, but now there's a, the bird cage is now a clue to tell me to go look for something else. Yeah. So, so many things about the bird cage confused us. Um, but one thing when Helen got voted out, I think she told you about this, that like Carson thought Helen had an idol, which is why she was targeted. And so then when, after Helen leaves, then this ex shows up, we were like, Oh, maybe this is how they're rehiding the idol that Helen could have taken home. So that was like a thought that it was like their way to rehide it. Um, but yeah, I think we just didn't, we didn't know. Mm-hmm. what was up and then when i found it a huge thing because in the past like fake idols have been made by players and so you can see it it's like beaded which are like the beads on our bags or our water bottles but there was this big glass bead and i was like i know that glass bead has not been on our island so i thought like it has the papers yeah. it has the bow it has the glass bead looks, I was like, looks good yeah yeah right so okay um, and then last thing, Sarah, so you had the inheritance advantage. You thought Josh might have had something. Was there any thought to play the inheritance advantage potentially if something was coming out at that tribal council? Yeah, so th- I did think about it. it. And if I would have played it, I also would have played what I thought was my idol because then you just, it's like scooping oh, up yeah. everything <laughs> that's that happens right. at that Yeah, tribal. that's good. Um, so like theoretically, I... If my idol was real, yeah. I could have left with two idols. Yeah. And no one also, would have known. Yeah. None of it would have worked. Uh, but you could yeah. you could have done all For these the record, things. Yeah. It wouldn't have worked. Um, <laughs> but like in terms of what I knew, I thought that could have been sick. Um, but it was so I certainly thought about it. Like that was running through my head the entire day. Um but I thought in order like for the plan, so I didn't know the potential of him giving Carolyn the idol. So what I thought was he was going to play it for himself or he wasn't going to play it. And in order for what I thought was going to happen to work, I needed him to just not play it. Mm-hmm. So I was going all in on like, yeah, hopefully he's not playing anything. Yeah. All right. Well, Sarah, really nice to get to talk to you about all this today. Uh, sorry, it did not work out, but I really hope you had a great survivor experience and hope to talk to you again in the future. Thank you so much. Wonderful to talk to you. Yeah. Take care, Sarah. Bye. All right, everybody, there you have it. Sarah Wade here to talk about last night's tribal council. This is such an interesting vote to talk about because I went on the know-it-alls and I said I thought it was a bad move for Carolyn. I really was surprised. Actually, so many people have felt like, no, this was actually a really good move for Carolyn. The thing that really I think this all hinges on for me is was Josh going to play his idol for Carolyn at that tribal council. I I think that that's really uh, what it comes down to. And then ultimately, I think that that's, uh, you know, and and Carolyn, you know, made the most of this. It's so hard, so hard to tell because we just don't know what everybody's actions are. But I'm going to, you know, keep thinking about this. And maybe, you know, I completely turn around on this uh, by the end of the podcast this week that maybe uh, this was a masterstroke by Carolyn. And I do think that that is what's fun about Survivor and especially Survivor podcasting, getting to really uh, get to the bottom of, you know, whether these moves are good or not, because I still think there's a lot to unpack. All right. 
We still have a lot to unpack here today because Jordan Kalish is uh, right around the corner and we will do This Week in Survivor History with him right after this. All right, everybody, very excited to have you back with us to talk a little bit about what has gone on on this very week in Survivor history. It's Jordan Kalish. Jordan, how are you? Doing great, Rob. Doing uh, very happy to be back uh, with with the Twish. I uh, can't believe that uh, well, everything that went on on the show this week. Really, what what an episode. can't believe it. You never can. All right, that's Survivor, so, Susan. So, Jordan, we are here once again, and we'll take a look back at things that are going on on this week in Survivor history. Or are you going to do something a little bit off the beaten path? No, this is this is this week in Survivor history. We have a uh, straight trivia again. This is just going to be. Uh, I have a bunch of seasons. I have one question uh, for each season that I'm that I'm covering today. Not every season. I think that I have eight questions. Uh, so mm-hmm. it's, we're sort of going to run the gamut today, and we'll see uh, see how much you remember about uh, various seasons of Survivor. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. You see that uh, Todd, Todd Frazier uh, is now a member of the uh, the Yes broadcast, former Met and Yankee. Oh, thumbs down to that one, for sure. Yes. For How sure. many times are they going to show the picture of him and Derek Jeter in uh, in Little League? Oh, I can't even imagine. More, yeah. more times than there are fake idols uh, in this season of Survivor. Anyway, yeah. Jordan, I can't even keep track of the idols. We've yeah. got a lot to uh, work through here today. So uh, where do you want to get started? All right, we we are going to go to uh, Survivor Palau to start, and we're I think I'm pretty sure we're going uh, chronologically here. Uh, so starting with Palau, the Oolong final four vote included a tie and a revote for the second consecutive tribal council. Who flipped their vote for the second tribal in a row, sending James Miller and his stuff home? Hmm. So somebody changed their vote to vote out James Miller. I'm going to say, I believe it was. Stephanie, Stephanie Lagrosa. Stephanie Lagrosa is correct. A real I didn't really trainer. tell you how. Yeah, she is. Yeah, I didn't really tell you how this game works, and it was the second time in a row because she switched to uh, Angie on the on the previous vote. Um, so the way that this uh, this game is going to work, you'll get uh, two points for a correct answer. There's no multiple choice uh, on on any of these questions. Two points for a correct answer. If you are wrong you'll lose a point. But if you're wrong, you will actually have a second chance of getting the question right. But if you uh, if you get it on your second shot, it's only one point. So you can only get okay. two points if you uh, if you get it on the first shot. So okay. basically, if you get it on the second shot, you just will get the point back that you lost. So that's how this game works. Um, here we go. At the Survivor, now we're going to Survivor Fiji, uh, Fiji forever. At the Survivor Fiji tribe swap, who was not selected in the schoolyard pick and therefore sent to Exile Island? <sighs> This is um, Fiji. This is Survivor Fiji, the first uh, of the Survivor Fijis, right. but the one called Survivor Fiji. Yes, right. I believe this is uh, Sylvia, right? Uh, this is uh, this is the, um, the, tr- the this is the tribe swap. Oh, the tribe swap. The, tri- the tribe oh, swap. Oh, uh, was it Anthony? It was not Anthony. The uh, the so you you actually you lose a point. So uh, you are uh, down to one. However. You can get your point back if you uh, if you get it right on your second shot. You won't you won't lose another point if you okay. get it wrong. Boy, uh, Lisi. It is Lisi. So you get your point back. You're still at two points, but you don't uh, you don't earn any points on that question. So, uh, question number three out of eight: The villains' tribe won the right to eat hot dogs and drink soda while watching the tribal where James was voted out due to his injury and lack of banana etiquette. This was due to Rob, who had won individual immunity, outdueling which hero who had also won individual immunity? I believe it was actually Candace. 
So Candace Woodcock Cody, just Woodcock at the time, is correct. You have four points. Uh, good, good job, Candace. Uh, yes, this is of course the uh, the same uh, the same episode where where Tyson voted himself out and did not get to uh, partake in the hot dogs because of that. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. probably the the main reason why he was disappointed. And nobody peeled the hot dogs, correct? No, that is that is not something that normal people would would do. I have seen that going around, t- mm-hmm. around Twitter lately. Yeah, <laughs> nobody. I don't think anybody peeled the hot dogs. Uh, I didn't see anyone. What, what That's would be like bad hot soda, dog etiquette? What, what a good the banana etiquette. Equivalent? Yeah. Yes, yeah. good, good. Yeah, you you do want to peel the bananas. You don't want to peel the hot dogs. They're they're different foods. Um, I, I guess maybe maybe Kirsten might think they're are they both sandwiches? I guess they're maybe that's like the one through line between a hot dog and a banana. Is a banana a sandwich? I guess it's not a soup. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's a sandwich. I mean, it's in it's in a peel, right? So I think that's the bread. I, I don't know how that works. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, we can we can now go to uh, a, a place where we we don't often go on on Twitch. We're going to Survivor Redemption Island. Who gave Matt Elrod a Bible, which was their luxury item, after he defeated them in the Redemption Island duel? I believe it was Krista Klump. Krista with the clumps. That is correct. That's two points. You have a total of six. Good job, Krista Klump. Uh, never really <laughs> comes up on on Twitch. Either. No, not as often as you would think. Good name. I mean, really good name. Good alliteration. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So that's uh, good job, Krista. Um, in let's go to uh, Karamoa now. Uh, an- another player. Uh, an- another season with uh, with some returning players. Uh, with more more than Redemption Islands in Survivor Karamoan, Which fan was voted out, becoming the first casualty of the post swap game? So right after the swap, who was voted out? In which season? Karamoan. Karamoan. This is the first fan voted out after the swap? Yes. I believe this is uh, Matt Bischoff. Matt Bischoff. They had to break up him and Michael Snow. Unbreakable duo. Uh, so Matt Matt was the uh, the first one taken out there before uh, Julia Landauer, who went next. Um, we have uh, three more questions here. Okay. When This is uh, Survivor Kageon. So we're back to uh, a season that is uh, maybe a little more uh, popular than the last two that we covered. When Tony and Wu were chosen to raid the Apari camp, who did Tony attempt to put a target on by publicly giving them an old clue to an idol? I believe it was Jeremy, a.k.a. Jeremiah. Who's Jeremy? Uh, Jer- Jeremiah is correct. And can you believe it, Rob? He, you know he's a model. I, you know what? I didn't know that. That was a yeah, big secret. Couldn't believe, couldn't believe it. Yes, um, things uh, that that uh, mm-hmm. that that you would never believe. Uh, okay, we have two more questions. You're doing well. You have ten points. Ten points out of a uh, out of a total, I believe, uh, twelve so far. You've only gotten mm-hmm. uh, one wrong. Is there a theme to back. this, or it's just uh, things that happened uh, this things week? Things that happened in Survivor history. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, there's just things that happened on Survivor. I mean, there's this, there's no theme really. Um, sometimes there's a theme. This one doesn't have a theme. So, Survivor potpourri. Uh, at the world's apart tribal council directly before the merge, Joey, not so amazing, received three out of the seven votes and was almost taken out. However, the majority of the tribe voted out which player instead. Oh, I believe uh, this was uh, very sadly uh, Joaquin. Joaquin on Sunshine. You have 12 points. Mm-hmm. Joaquin Sober BA. I don't know how to, I think yeah. that's how you say his last name. Uh, yeah, uh, Rodney. I've was gone very, back and I've, I've looked at some worlds apart recently because I've uh, it's come up a couple times in my burning question videos where back in, you know, should survivors share the lie? I had to watch Joaquin and so. And then I made a video this past week about fake idols and I was watching uh, uh, Joe Anglum 
bring the fake idol back after uh, really no fake idols got made between uh, Bob Crowley and uh, from Joe Anglum. Yeah, and now it's now it's just really uh, gotten out of control. So yeah, J- uh, J- Joe Anglum he had something that was uh, an, an old he idea. He was a jewelry it's just, maker. It yeah. spiraled out of control now. Joe Anglum's uh, ideas that he's come up with on Survivor and, uh, and, and off Survivor and in real and in, yeah and off we have more off Survivor. So yes, that is correct. Uh, Ronnie was not happy that his uh, his bro Joaquin. Uh, was voted out of the game. So you have 12 points. You're, I, I believe you're going to win this game no matter what. I don't think you could lose so. at this point. You've done well. Um, famously, Aubrey, Aubrey Bracco crossed off Julia's name on her voting parchment and instead chose to vote out which player instead. I believe it was Peter, Dr. Obama, right? Dr. Peter... Obama Bagginstos, uh, you have 14 points. That is correct. That is your total for the game. Congratulations. Good job this week. Okay, I'm on, on fire. A, I believe you're on a winning streak. Like the podcast, a, a, yeah. a two, a two, two game or three game winning streak. It's uh, mm-hmm. you've been you've been doing well, doing well. Okay, well uh, that we're talking about like things that actually happened and not like who got this many votes and stuff like that. So, uh, well, are you saying the votes my, didn't happen? No, I'm saying, <laughs> but I didn't memorize them. Like uh, this person got like, like know, I have. seven votes. Like this person got six votes. You know the the votes are my wheelhouse. When I when I got to play Twitch last season, you, that's I don't I don't know with with I mean with these questions I think I would have gotten them right or mm-hmm. at least most of them. I don't know if I would have gotten every single one, um, I, but I, I think I would have done pretty well. But anyway, the no the doubt. votes I think are what, what I tend to re- to remember from the show for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Can't remember numbers, but I can remember vote totals. All uh, right, but good good job. You're you're a, you're a winner. Uh, and uh, you're yeah, a winner. I can't, uh, can't thank you. Thank you. This is such a love fest on Twitch this week. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Well, um, great can't, job, can't wait Jordan to see what Kalish. happens next week. Can't wait to see what happens next week. Of course, you can catch Jordan on the RJP B&B this weekend playing some games with Mike and Liana. Yeah, so that's always a fun time. I love uh, going on uh, on the B and B and playing all of the the fun and whimsical games that, that come up on the uh, the uh, RJP B and B. That's going to be a lot of fun. I have some potential ideas planned. I don't really know which game I'm going to do for them. I've I've done the phrase game in the past. I've done the beads game. I think I've done mm-hmm. a seeds game. So I don't know what's going to happen this time, but I'm sure it'll be a lot of fun, or it'll okay. find out. You never know. All right, check it out on the Survivor podcast feed. Rob is website.com slash Survivor Feed. Jordan, thank you so much. We'll talk to you next time, okay? Talk to you next week. All right, everybody, there you have it. Jordan Kalish back once again for this week in Survivor history. I am going to shift gears and get ready to talk to the patrons today at 1 p.m. Eastern for the Patron Happy Hour, a weekly show where patrons can call in and talk to me about Survivor and everything else that's going on in the world of RHAP. Then, I will have Kellen Bechtold on the podcast uh, for our recap. And then later on tonight, I'll be talking with Jenny Autumn on the brand new Hit or Quit rebranded podcast, where we will be talking about the latest episode of Farmer Wants a Wife. Is it a hit or is this the week that we quit? Find out on our next episode. You can hear all that and everything in our Survivor podcast feed as well. When you subscribe to our podcast at robisawebsite.com slash subscribe. Thank you so much for joining us. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Thank you.